Welcome to Anime Archives. We're your hosts, Ernest and John. And we're back. We're back. I'll just we're back. Right into it. We're going straight into it. The theme of today, mm. going back into the archi- uh, archives, is an anime we both watched at one point in our life back in the past. Just a little bit. Like, I think you only watched a few episodes growing up. Yeah, I only watched. Because it was on Adult a very, Swim. A very few episodes, and now I know why. <laughs> now I know why. And for me in particular, it, it was an anime that made a small impact on me just because um, it was a different niche of anime that I was exposed to. Um, and I didn't really see that genre at that time before. And so the anime that um, we're going into this time <laughs> is called Witch Hunter Robin. Uh, Witch Hunter Robin. <laughs> what what does that anime make you think about when you hear it? Witch Hunter Robin? I well, think she hunts witches. That's all the, the the main girl. I think it's well, Robin can be any name. It's very uh no, what if, gender I, mean, I don't know like, it it could be a close uh, uh used for both genders. Like yeah. for instance, Alex. Like I've heard that for both. Okay. And yes. so it's like I can see it, but if I naturally think of that I'm gonna I'm gonna think it's a female, and so I mean there is Christopher Robin, but no, yes. his last name was Robin. <laughs> his last name, like Robin. yeah, that was last name. So I mean, I, I can't just, say Batman Robin because Robin was just his mono- yeah, moniker. Yeah, his real name Big was Man. like Damon and yeah. all that. So I mean, I've never seen a male Robin. I've seen a, f- a, a few female Robins though. So either way, all right. It's what a girl is, named Robin that hunts witches. Yes. What is that Witch is Hunter it. Robin? What's it about? So Witch Hunter Robin uh, focuses on uh, the main character, Robin, who is a craft user that's born in Japan, lives in abroad, abroad uh, and is raised by the Roman Catholic Church. Okay. She's trained to use her craft to hunt down witches um, and pretty much murk them. And she goes <laughs> to uh, Japan undercover to gain information on that uh, the Solomon headquarters Okay. To pretty much see what the secrets of uh, that agency's craft are and what they use. Because they use a kind of a different method to dispel witches' power that other agencies just don't use. And that's uh, the orb. And they end up talking about that a little later. Yeah, so they don't like this agency that she's going to investigate. They don't kill the witches or anything? They do yeah, they they work almost uh, with... It seems like they work with like a third contractor business. Yeah. Uh, where they capture it and then that uh, the third contractor people end up taking it and they, I'm assuming, run experiments and stuff yeah. on these witches. Like, yeah. it doesn't sound like they're the humane good guys either. Yeah. And so Robin, um, pretty much... Like, uh, she goes through an identity crisis through halfway through the show, and you notice that it kind of like picks up and changes. What, when, when you say halfway through the show, what do you mean by that? I mean what exactly episode? twelve to thirteen. Halfway is when they really change up the different formats. Let's, let's pause real quick. Let's pause. What is a typical length of an anime? An average season? Just say, hey, I'm making an anime season. Depends on its time period because for oh, uh, oh, oh. Um, animes that was on Adult Swim, yes. which where this one was formed. Most anime that appeared on that usually did have a longer season than average. And so from the what from just from the get go, they planned that when they purchased it. Well, I mean, it, or was it like aside from like FLCL? But if okay. you think of that, like what anime was on Adult Swim? It was Inuyasha, right? Inuyasha went on for a while. Paranoid Agent. Paranoid. Went on. That, that was more like a mini series. That anime. was like a mini series when it comes over, to it. Over. Ghost in the Shell. Wolf's Rain. Wolf's Rain. Trigun. Uh, 
Trigun, Escried. All these um, had more than just like the typical 13 like episode format. So it seems like what Adult Swim does is they really, uh, Trinity Blood was another one, is they actually try to go and do longer animes than normal. And yeah. so this one, uh, Witch Hunter Robin starts out where it's a case by case episode kind of base where they the team gets together and tries to solve these random crimes. So it's kind of like a, you made a good point about it. Similar to like law and order, or like CSI yeah. where each episode is just that one individual case. And it's not, I won't say it has order in it, but it's all about the law. Like they go hunting for witches who are un- like using their powers for selfish gains or hurting people. I, I mean, I feel like, it, no, not they, even just for hurting people because they went after like a doctor that was helping people. <laughs> so, he was killing. Other I mean, he was too. killing the yakuza and he like was he was killing still. criminals. So yeah, I guess you know they dollars. can't turn a blind eye. And to it that. seems like in the organization with who the witch hunter are. Besides, I know Robin has a craft, but the other ones have at least one of them I know has a, a power as well. She can sense presence of things that happen. Yeah, everyone else seems like, like a some human kind of building or a human. You know. like, I don't think anyone else really has like a real ability in there. Yeah. At least from what I've seen up to, like where Episode it's going. 13, he watched. Yeah. So let's kind of talk about that format before we go into the rest of the anime. Okay. What do you think about a type of anime where it's it's uh singular episodes in a way where it's a bunch of random cases? Um, do you like that or do you prefer an overarching story through all of them? Because Witch Hunter Robin kind of does a little bit of both, where they start out with like easy cases where you, like you said, you don't have to watch in a specific order. You can pick up the episode, and it's you you already had the gist of what's going yeah. on, and so it makes it really easy to watch. I think for like new people, especially if they're just like pumping out the episodes like on Adult Swim at one o'clock in the morning, because most people. Um, probably tune into that uh, at that time like every once in a while i doubt they tune into it every day mm-hmm. and so and then they switched up 12 13 episodes that's when they ended up actually diving into real plot it seemed like okay. so going forward i mean what do you think of animes in general because we you noted it like ghost in the shell does a similar thing in terms of singular episodes for a while what do you think about that as a kind of theme uh for anime do you prefer that, or do you prefer the other style? First of all, I'm gonna I'll directly answer the question you asked me because I was about to go on a tangent about what's gonna Robin, but I answer the question. I think this format works to an certain extent, especially when you're building the world. I think if you do, if you have great characters who provide enough exposition where you kind of get the gist of what's mm-hmm. going on, mm-hmm. and you see little like every episode. I think Guts and Shed did a good job. Every episode seems to focus on one character more than the others, mm-hmm. and then slowly as more things happen, you you kind of got you were able to see what's going on, and then they introduce the the plot with a smiling man thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it works if you are have a really good writing team that can make this craft. I think you made a good point about Witch Hunter Robin about the time frame. He probably came on at like 10 o'clock, one in the morning mm-hmm. because this show will put you to sleep. This show drags out too long. I feel like there's pauses in the show when I was watching the 12 episodes where it just like they would talk and they would just have this weird pause where they one character look, look at the other and look back and you just hear keyboard clicking. I was like, okay. Oh no! <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm really about to go ham on the show. I just think, uh, I, I think for this format works. You just got to make sure you are writing your characters good enough, but the story works well. And 
I will say this. I did watch the dub version of this, so mm-hmm. it could be a lot different if I watched the subtitle one. I also watched the dub version, yeah. and I thought that some, that was good. Some Sounded voices good. I I feel I didn't really like personally, but okay. that it wasn't because of the voice. It was because of that character. All right. And so it had nothing to do with the voice actor because what was cool was when you think about the the voice actors for this in the uh, at least with the American dub, uh, a lot of them kind of floated around to a bunch of different animes that appeared on Adult Swim, you know, um, at that time period. And so you hear like Johnny Young Bosch in this one. Yes. And yes. then like, who appeared Popular on actors, obviously yeah. Trigon. And you hear like a couple others where it's like uh, uh, you mentioned in the last episode, Dave Wheatman. And he ends up um, voicing the main character of Tack in Initial D. True. So, I mean, it was really interesting how you see at least the American voice actors, at least during this time period, because there probably wasn't too many of them. They're in a lot of different anime. I mean, a lot of them popped up in Wolf's Rain, for instance, where it's just the anime we happen to watch in dub. I didn't realize recycled a lot of these main. uh, Those those voice actors were the pioneers of dub anime to mm-hmm. make it more big and then now we have so many like new 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 uh anime voices exactly and yeah. so i mean and that's why maybe the japanese voice actors could have also given it like a different spin yeah but i do have a notice where i'm we must have had a spot on really good taste because there's not too many anime now that i could say i like the dub um that from the past where i could say like back then uh or what I guess I'm I'm trying to say is there's not a m- bunch of uh, dub that I don't like that mm. I remember watching as a kid. Okay. Like, I think they, a lot of them stand the test of time, like Outlaw Star, Outlaw for Star, instance, Trigun. Cowboy Bebop, Trigon, you know. Be, Even Gungrave. Those voices did a really yeah. good job. And so, for me, I have yet to go back and watch an anime of old school in dub that I didn't like the voice actors. Mm. Wolf's Rain, all of it, I, I genuinely liked. I mean, we did experiment with a recent anime where we didn't like the dub. Oh, yes. But in terms but of we, that wasn't around the same kind of time period, the style of anime yeah. that really and when we watched us. it, we did watch the subtitle mm-hmm. of that version. Exactly. I that one. So kind of going into uh, uh, Witch Hunter Robin. Yes. A uh, couple good things is it was created by Hajime Yatati. I like that who, name, Hajime. Happened to uh, help create Cowboy Bebop, oh, cool. Code Geass, oh, and wow. another okay. one called uh, Love Live. And it was also worked on um, the co-producer was uh, Shuko Murase, uh, who uh, helped direct uh, an anime series called Gangsta. Oh, okay. Ergo Proxy and Samurai Champloo. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's really good that you remember that off top. I just know that you can't always make hits. I, I can see that. You can make some hits, but you can't always make some. Well, Especially. it depends on who that audience also <laughs> appeals to. All right. <laughs> you might hate something, but when it All comes right. to uh, this creative work, it does have a cult following by a lot of people who really did enjoy it. Okay. So the music was by uh, Takeo Wasaki, who's a Japanese composer who's also worked on uh, Bungo Stray Dogs, Copcraft, oh, Soul Eater, and Black Butler. And I watched, I watched three of those animes. Black Butler, I always know about, but I never watched because it looked like a butler and a little girl. I was a little, a little boy. Little boy. Yeah. And I already got. I got weird vibes. I got a uh, yaoi vibes just immediately. That's fair. It's honestly pretty good. I watched it. It's, it's actually like pretty right. decent. Like the butler just wants to eat that kid's soul. 
Eats a kid. It's a demon butler. Well, yeah, like a vampire demon butler. Okay. And so the kid makes a deal with him, and he's like, "All right, I'll accomplish your wish, your wish, but your soul is going to be mine." Okay. And so it's kind of an interesting yeah. little dynamic between the um, two. And the butler's also a really badass butler too. Guess we'll check that out in the future. But what others did you see? Did you see a? Uh, I I seen um. Uh. We said Copcraft. Copcraft. I watched, I watched the first Eater episode of the thing. And Bungo I, I Stray know, Dogs. I, bought, I even bought Soul Eater, but I watched a little, little bit of that. And then Bungo Stray Dogs. When it first came out, I watched it and I was fascinated that the characters' names are all from historical figures. Oh, uh, that's kind of cool. Like writers and poets and stuff like that. So I thought that was cool. I never watched Bungo Stray Dogs. I did watch I a good amount like of Copcraft. And I mm-hmm. thought Copcraft was pretty decent. It was mm-hmm. pretty slept on uh, modern anime. Never really liked the art style of Soul Eater. And we already talked about Black Butler. Yeah. So the studio that brought Witch Hunter Robin to life was Studio Sunrise. Okay. Um, one of, I mean, it's arguably one of Japan's largest studios because they are in production of a lot of anime that influence us like inuyasha yes. outlaw star cowboy bebop a cell world city uh, city hunter so i mean studio sunrise i could say is the studio that really kind of uh made my anime go into more of a my love for anime go into more of a real hobby at that point because it brought i mean i was really into inuyasha outlaw star influenced me cowboy bebop is one of the greatest of all time so i mean just this one uh and a cell world is better than sword arts online all right, never, <laughs> I've never watched the Cell World, so I have I no context it. for that. But Sword Art Online had some pretty like okay arcs. Like it was fine. There was some moments that wasn't good, but there was also some moments that were fine. Immediately, the second part of season one, everything went downhill. I mean, yes, but then it picked up a little that. bit after that. I don't know. They what? They made a long overarching series with that. Watch character. the Gun Gale arc. It's going to get better. Watch the Gun Gale arc. Gungale arc still disappointed. Hey, watch watch the other arc with the they go back to the fantasy world. Watch that arc. Don't care. Sword Maiden. Don't care. Watch the new movies. Don't care. Hey man, the new one, dude. Hey, Carito's in a coma, man. And and things get crazy, dude. They're going to do some cool. Th- watch it, man. Watch it. And a lot of people liked it. It got very good reviews. <laughs> people really dug it. Ernest is over here being a hater, not liking like. I can't. I hate the oh. perfect character. I hate the guy who's like, hate the guy who has a harem, and he's so perfect. He never loses anything. He's great at everything he touches. If done right, I'm okay with that. It's a safe anime concept, and so to me, it's would I recommend it in terms of ever being an all time great? Personally, maybe not. But will it be entertaining during that time like phase? Yeah, but I also accept a lot of garbage. I just hate when a writer retcons. A character. It's like a character say, hey, all I did was play video games in the first arc. It was a nerd. But then you find out in the second arc, oh, yeah, he was really great at Kendo, too. When he wasn't gaming, he was playing, doing Kendo. I was like, when do you have time to do this? He said he was a beta tester, but maybe you could argue that all in the that world, he learns those skills because he lived there so long. But still. Yeah, it's a big stretch. Right. And it's one of those things where you do have to acknowledge it when you actually say it out loud. You're like, huh. That that's a little bit too much. It's this I call it the Yu-Gi-Oh effect, yeah. where 
he's losing and magically he pulls a card that you've never talked about before yes. you've never introduced nothing the heart of cards becomes uh, the trademark and everyone. now it's like karibo and it's like wait a sec <laughs> you've never introduced karibo in the episodes before that but that 300 300 creature is better now than anything else you need it at that exact moment and i guess i will give you that that some animes like this one i will say with witch hunter robin we get more into it you'll hear all my thoughts but there are series where I love the most and other people are like, what the hell would you watch at? Mm-hmm. I think Jojo has that little vibe. There's people who love it. There's people who like, I don't get this at all. It's goofy. Mm-hmm. Or like FL Seal. Yeah. FL Seal to oh, me yeah. is a cult following anime where there's a lot of hardcore fans really like it. But if you are casually just uh, watching, you're not, that's going to be too weird for you. Mm-hmm. It was all over the place. Yeah. And so, I mean, everyone has that niche and just like Witch Hunter Robin, again, you, it appeals to some people and other people it doesn't. I was never an NCIS like fan mm. or I watched like CSI growing up, but I can't ever say I was like a genuine fan of yeah, it. Or you don't have it on order. like Hulu or Netflix. You're not watching. I never watch it. Okay. And so, but like growing up, I remember like watching it with my mom. Okay. And so that was like a good thing. But aside from that, it never really appealed to me. I mean, when it comes to that. That makes sense. So that's why, like, I, I remember being okay with it during that time period. But and even now, I mean, there was some episodes to me that really stood out. And there was some episodes where I'm like, ugh, they could have done so much more character development. Because, like you said, it's very bland characters. Yeah. I mean, the and we have to acknowledge kind of all of that on some of these uh, yeah, old school Yeah, when we start talking about the characters, yeah. So... And going with uh, Witch Hunter Robin, as uh, it originally premiered in the U.S. on Adult Swim, its original run was July 2nd, uh, 2002 to December 24th, 2002. It was 26 episodes okay. altogether. So in uh, Anime News Network overall uh, is where I get a lot of my source information. I love mm. the site. I check it out every single day. It's one that I always recommend. But Animated News Network gave it a B plus overall with pretty much uh the how they grade everything, which is like story, composition, uh the artwork for its time period. When did they publish this thing? Was it just it's just a normal page of Rich on the Robin? Uh, or does it tell you any of that information? For which one? Like on, the ranking for on uh, anime, anime news, news network. network. Uh, it has exactly when they published it on there. Yeah, but um, it has those reviewers, and then it has pretty much like what, oh, okay. like kind of the overall composition and everything. So is it like a um, hot tomatoes page where the reviewers scores help? make uh the score for the overall score for mm, which i don't think so no? the way okay. it's only like those people that actually work at that company okay, so okay. just a select amount of personal preferences okay which by the way they did say some stuff on modern the modern like anime that was completely wrong and where i think those reviewers like were way too harsh on some of the new anime that's coming out well they Oh, they talked about modern anime? And oh, yeah. They do, like, it? standard reviews where it's oh, like... Okay, yeah. I mean, again, it's an anime news network, so they review yeah. stuff of old and, like, new. And so the new stuff, at least I felt like a lot of their new reviewers are a little too harsh. And it, oh, and they did some reviews of the new series. Yeah, like, out? Fly Me to the Moon or oh, okay. Over the Moon with We're You and stuff about like that. that. But, uh, episode, so that'd be cool. again, uh, the site as a whole gave it a B plus overall yeah. in 2004. It placed second, uh, in terms of anime, um, that had uh top anime properties. So that's like licensed work in terms of, uh, on different networks, okay. uh, searched in terms of manga or like bought 
It's just anything that made it like license where the developer or the producer, the writer gets some form of money and kickback from it. Okay. So for and merchandise I, and stuff like that. Yeah. So like right. in 2004, it was second for like the first quarter and then like the fourth quarter that it fell to like fifth and sixth. And that's where it rested around. Okay. And so it had a decent following, but just like all anime, especially if it's only 26 episodes, eventually it's going to get shoved in with the back with all the new stuff that constantly out, gets yeah. popped out over the last 16 years. So you would now. probably, you could probably find a witch hunter Robin shirt back in that time frame. Yeah. 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 It would be a hot if, topic. If you or... watch anybody now that has like a witch hunter Spencer's, Robin shirt, there's yeah. no way that they didn't have that shirt like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no way. <laughs> this is what we could say is like just a random unearthed gem that most people naturally don't know. Okay. And what's cool about it though, is you can watch it for free on adultswim.com. Yes. And so yeah. you have to really appreciate adultswim.com. That's just giving you kind of access to free. Anime. Yeah. You got to watch like one ad. Yeah. Before, and which like, is completely yeah. fine. But you know, they hooked it up with ghost in the shell as well. Mm. And I really, it makes me really appreciate just that. That is a source for a lot of people. Cause a lot of people doesn't have the luxury of, of Netflix, Hulu, yeah. Crunchyroll, Funimation. Yeah. And so adult if you don't have access to that and you don't want to give your computer 500 viruses, <laughs> Adult Swim's your best friend right there. So, uh my anime list gave it a score of 7.28 out of 10. Mm. And so and that was uh between like 43 like thousand reviewers, just, you know, standard average shows like us. Which, if I go back and I really think about it, for me, uh, I think a 7 out of 10 is incredibly fair. It's not nowhere near, uh, like, great or amazing in any aspect. And But there was definitely some really good standout episodes yeah. that made it at least raise the series for me personally. So, kind of going through that... Um, we're going to go through the opening theme and the ending theme before we kind of start going through the characters yeah. and then uh, some of the episodes that happen to stand out. Yeah. And then just so our opinions. I'll let, that, I'll let that be known that I will be doing spoilers when we start talking about that. Mm-hmm. I won't talk about in detail, but I'm going to be freak. Speak frankly. Speak frank. Just say things that I have been resting on since I finished the series. And I'll, I'll be the first to tell you I stopped at episode 12. I stopped there, even though I know episode 13, the true story was going to start. I stopped there. I was like, no, you did not get me right now. But yeah, let's jump into the opening and uh, indie talks. So the opening theme for uh, Witch Hunter Robin is Shell by Bana. I'm definitely going to describe how this video looks after it's done. So when I watch that opening, they do this, they do this video like it's like late '90s, early 2000s, 
where it shows Witch Hunter Robin. And she's like posing and stuff. But then they show this TV. And in the TV is like clips from the anime. But it's focused on one guy. Amon? Amon. And and it's like she's like stroking her hand on the TV. Like uh, sexually like as if she's like obsessed with this character. I was like, she's going to be like hooked to this dude or what? And you watch the show. At least the episodes I watch. No. No. (sighs) (laughs) So, going forward, do you think that this was a decent opening for the anime, let alone its time period? And also the time where you would normally see it, you know, one o'clock in the morning as a intro. You know what? I'm going to surprise you because now that I heard it again and we've been talking about it. I think this is a great opening for the show. Because the show is slow as hell. And it's boring as hell. <laughs> and if you got up and go take a piss and came back and the intro was over, you'll see like the show come in, the scene sets. You'll see a guy drinking tea or something. You're like, what, what's happening? Did I miss something? You didn't miss anything. I just It's a slow burn. Which is not Welcome. always bad if you like the art style and, for instance, a great score as well. So, the next is going to be the ending theme song, uh, which is called Half Pain by the same artist who did the intro, Bana. I like the artist's voice, so I'll say that. I never got that far in the ending. As soon as that ending song clipped, I was like, oh, thank God, I can go to the next episode. <laughs> click. <laughs> That's how it was for me. I was like, click, click. So then in hearing that outro kind of midway through for the first time, what was your thoughts on it? I liked it. It's nice, melancholy, and it's, I will say this about Witch Hunter Robin. It's the perfect show to get in your bed, relax, be comfortable, put it on. By the time the indie intro hits, you're fast. <laughs> you're fast asleep. You're dead. <laughs> I try to say that with a straight face. For some people. <laughs> All right. I thought it was a decent, uh, a decent oh. outro uh, for the last part of that anime. What's cool is it's the outro for. Uh, Every episode but two. Uh, at tw- okay. Halfway through on episode 15 and 16, the uh, outro was uh, Shell, the intro. Oh, okay. So they kind of switched that up a little bit for just two episodes. Because they don't play the intro or something? Or? Uh, no, no they still play the intro, oh, okay. but just uh, how they kind of oh, go through okay. the episodes. So okay. I think for its time period, 
I, I like her voice. I think she has a really nice voice personally. Yes, that's for sure. I wouldn't ever put these uh, two songs on any of my playlists. No. I don't I don't think they have like real replay value. I put on my go to sleep playlist. The one thing I did like in terms of Ghost, or not Ghost, I, I'm always thinking about Ghost in the Shell, but the one thing I'm, oh, I really man. liked for Witch Hunter Robin was the score in the middle of the episode. Okay, yes, yes. There was a bunch of times where, and it was maybe one or two specific songs because they repeat those songs a good amount, mm. where I thought were really nice, pretty, like good songs. And it just it really enhanced the mood to me. And again, to me, the score is always going to be my favorite thing about an anime. I mean, if it doesn't have good music, it's not going to hit my soul nearly as deep. So I did think that really stood out. I thought the art style in Witch Hunter Robin also really stood out in terms of how everything was very dark. There was a lot of dark colors that was emphasized. Uh, and then you have the main character, which is like that light in the shining t- tunnel because she arrived her power happened to be what it lit up the dark, which is that uh, the ability to have fire, the pyromancy. So I thought that was really interesting. Where it's just like the anime itself, very dark. Everyone has like really kind of, they're very moody. <laughs> Everyone is, seems like pretty depressed and not happy with their overall lives. Most episodes happen uh, towards like the evening or at night in terms of like the main deaths. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot to it to me where they really emphasize shadows and like dark coloring to really kind of fit the mood. And like just like what Big O used to do, which I don't know if that was more of a time period sort of thing or if it just happened to be like something we observed. Mm. But when I think of a witch on a Robin, like as a whole, I think it makes sense why Adult Swim did it. Because yeah. if they had to fill, for instance, a time sl- a time gap, it's hard to get people into an anime like Inuyasha where they all have it together and there was like that overarching story. Yeah. But they did a bunch of basic stuff in between like as well because they had a like a similar thing too. Mm. So, I mean, it kind of – I. I think really fits the adult swim, at least theme that I noticed going on. Yeah, it's definitely, I think a mature, more mature adult driven anime that if you, I will make this comparison later, even more in detail, but I felt like it was similar to ghost in the shell and it's, uh, how it wanted to do its narrative device. Mm. Instead of it being the uh, cyberpunk, uh, future esque, uh, future like neo tokyo and stuff it was set in a world where magic exists and these witches are out there who you know like everything exists in the real world cinema trials actually happen they're actually witches and there's a order to keep the witches in, at in check mm-hmm. so the cast that's going to bring up this anime before we uh pretty much go into the episodes and our final thoughts about it um i went through just kind of the main three because that's all that i honestly cared about okay i don't think the cast was really super well-rounded enough mm. and had enough depth for me to genuinely like care about mm, interesting <laughs> why you say it like that because exactly how you're saying exactly how i feel so I'm i mean saying. again we have to acknowledge at least i will acknowledge the goods of an anime i would, as well I would as acknowledge some good it. So Robin, the main character, the English voice actor was Kari uh, Walgreen. Um, she was a voice, uh, the main voice of Saber for Fate Stay Night series. Okay, cool. She was the voice of Haruko from FLCL, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, wow. And also the voice of Cher from Wolf's Rain. 
So notice how this voice actor was in a bunch of anime that we happen to see growing up in like different roles. Haruka is a girl with a uh, in the guitar in FLCL. So the crazy one. So it's crazy that that character is more like her voice is so much like she's more energizing than the main character. Completely. And then you have like Robin, Robin. who's very solemn, like very slow, kind of very relaxed. Robin is like a curious about the world. Doesn't really have too much emotion to her. Don't know sayings or anything. So when you have that, and then you have like the voice actor go to Haruko from FLCL or Saber from Fate Stay Night. It's, you can see that she obviously has a huge range that Mm -hmm. happened to that. We've we've heard that voice growing up. The Japanese voice actor uh, for Robin was Akino Watanabe. Okay, and that um, she is the voice actor for Isuku Midoriya from My Hero Academia. Oh wow! Yeah, and also the voice actor for Hamasuki in Overlord, which is the hamster. Oh, so it's funny how the hamster in Overlord is Isuku, and also the Japanese voice actor for Robin. Mm. I thought that was like really cool. I always like to see, like, connect the dots and see, like, have we heard that voice before? Yeah, did it impact our really childhood? Cool. Especially them still, still being in the business and still, you know, performing these great voices because. I love that hamster and Overlord. Yeah, and Witch Hunter Robin was really like pretty old overall. Yeah. It was out a long time ago, and so knowing that she did that, and now she's doing Isuku from My Hero a- Academia, that's pretty damn mm. cool. Uh, the voice for uh, one of the leading men of the series is Amon, and that is Crispin Freeman. He played the main character of uh, Inchobits Hideki. He plays one of the main characters uh, in Durara called Shizo Hawazima. Uh, played Kintani Koichiru and in Initial D. But I don't remember that character off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah, it says Katani. You would know more. You watch... Yeah, you I did. the series, right? No, you watch I'm, the third stage, on, I'm on the, the third stage. stage. The third stage is an hour movie where he has to oh, go okay. against the Mitsubishi Lancer and reven- revenge his loss. Oh, because his car, yeah, his when car that blew car up. blew up. Yeah. So it's like I have to watch that, and I'm just like, do I want to watch an hour and then I watch the new season of stuff? It's my fault. <laughs> um, yes. Stuff dropped. The Crispin Freeman also played Keon in the Melancholy of Haru uh, Haruhuri. Are you, are you, and I know we'll, you just started watching the series. Are you watching it in dub or you yeah, dub? Uh, so. yeah, yeah, I think I'm watching it in dub. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. And then uh, Sume and Wolf's Rain too. All so right. again, this is the English voice actor, but played in a couple that I happen to watch also growing up because yeah. I like Sume as a character and same with Kion. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Sume as a wolf? What? And Wolf's Rain. No. Do you remember which wolf was Sume? Sume. Yeah. No. It was the black wolf with a scar on his chest. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. I failed that pop quiz. I, that was a long time ago. It was. Again, we watched, watched anime Rain, over... I, it, like, I think it was probably been over a year yeah, at this point. Yeah, we watched that in 20... Yeah, that I was one over, of our first that's ones. That's 2018. Yeah, that was one of our first ones. Yeah. Damn. So the Japanese voice actor was Takuma Takewaka. Played... An anime I've never heard of. 
I'm going to be honest. Ryohei Asewara in Jinkai. But you picked these of stuff you watch. No, uh, what well, that's oh, what I just, tried. The, like, oh, okay. when, what I list? do is when I look at the voice actors, if they play a major role in an anime, then I'll I try to get their major roles. Gotcha. If they don't, and again, with how much anime we've watched, if there's one that I haven't heard of, I'm obviously not trying to choose that one yeah. as an example. Say, hey, but this one was Ogame and Amyo, and I don't know either of those other animes. Okay. I know the voice actor for Amon played in a lot more supporting roles. All right. Amon mm-hmm. was like his major role. His coming out party? For, for his Japanese He's like, guys, I, I, I made it. Which one? Never mind. I'll stop. I'll yeah. Stop. And so... <laughs> Uh, the next one goes into the other, uh, the guy that kind of stood out for me, which is um, Dave uh, Michael Lee. That was the computer guy. Okay. And that was oh, Dave wow. Wheatenberg, who played Takumi Fujiwara from Initial D, Saito from Ghost in the Shell, uh, Kakashi from Naruto, and he hmm. played a lot of supporting roles I in you were GTO. The John Young Bosch character. Uh, played a lot of supporting roles in GTO as well as Gungrave and uh, Samurai Champloo. And so the Johnny Young Bosch uh, actor was JP. And yeah. that was uh, pretty much like the last like side character uh, that didn't have any powers that played mostly with his gun. Yeah. And uh, I just ha- had to give a shout out to Johnny Young Bosch. So I only oh, included don't. JP specifically because I wanted to shout out Johnny, Johnny <laughs> Young Bosch. So th- those were the, like the main episodes. I was happy to see Crispin Freeman in uh, in a good role at this point, even though I didn't like him on. I didn't think his yeah. character was really good, but I thought he was too mysterious. I think me younger in middle school, I would like that because it, it was an age where. I liked uh, Squall was my favorite Final Fantasy character at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So that cool, dark, moody character who has who just leads a group. But me now, I'm just like, why are you like this, dude? Yeah. Now I'm just like, you need to stop. You're like, the leader of the team. How about you take care of your team <laughs> and, and treat your new recruits good? Because if you're not trusting them, then you're definitely not going to do a good job keeping an eye on them. That's goofy. I mean, it's true. But they also knew that Robin was sent there to infiltrate them. Yeah. So that's why they were on her guard because they thought she was trying to steal the secrets of the Orbro. Yeah. So, I she's mean. She's like, until she said, I don't want to touch that nasty yeah, ass. she's like, that's some gross ass shit. That's gross. Good. Yeah. I, I like that. I thought that was dope. And yeah, they're like, dope. wait, what the hell is going on? They, they didn't know what to people do. on fire. I was like, damn, she needs glasses <laughs> and contacts. She didn't just catch people. She catch fucking buildings. <laughs> yeah, she, this girl like. She just she'd wipe flinging. out a building and be like they would get away and she'd be like oh and then she'd just move on we don't kill people and she was like I've been killing yeah, all day I've for been trained years. to do this the church said hey go murk this person so when you think about witch hunter Robin I mean and you see it's cast you see yes. these episodes what what's your overall thoughts did any episodes stand out to you in particular um uh. You probably go in more in detail about them. I I think the doctor one was pretty good. Um, I liked the episode arc towards I think uh, that carried from eleven to twelve about uh, the witch, um, a special like a uh, connection to a historical event, and that's it. Honestly, most of the most of the episodes kind of jangle. I I also like there's one episode that kind of gave you vibes that there might be a ghost out there. Um, but you come to find out something else involving um, relationships between people. That was the orphanage one and the trafficking. 
uh, people, body parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was episode pretty interesting. Um, and then I would say one more would, would be uh, there's a guy in this show who owns like this lounge bar coffee shop kind of chill space, Harry. And I liked his episode with uh, involving him, his character, mm-hmm. and something that happens with him. That was pretty good. I re- he was one of my favorite characters of yeah. the whole like the whole show. He would just like be the standout guy. That Honestly, was, like, I thought I thought I, I'll be the first to say I thought he was. I thought his character was supposed to be gay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, he can least... still be gay, honestly. We don't. Doesn't well, mean he, he has he... a child, so yeah. obviously you'd have to be bi at that point, yeah. but it doesn't matter. There's, uh, there's mean... a lot of gay guys who had kids, and well, that, the society that was, was like. But uh... I did think uh, his character stood out a lot. I like how he tried really protected Robin, but he was always funny because he'd be like, You need to calm down. Hey, you want a coffee? <laughs> they'd be like hey, coffee yeah he 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 would say that to Robin oh yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah like, okay, you gotta yeah. relax and then hey here's some caffeine He's for cool. you and so i just thought that was like that always cracked me and up. i always thought he knew more than he ever let on like he was like he was the information hub yeah mom yeah. would uh, uh trust him yeah he gave information to like everybody yeah. like there's a lot of people that passed through his bar and his bar looked dope mm. i just don't know how he afforded it because there is never it's, been anybody it's, in yeah, there. It's hardly anyone. Yeah. Those drinks must be expensive as hell. Oh, I bet you. Literally this weekend, uh, my wife is going to a, a restaurant, and just for one plate of food, it's like $34. That better be the bombest plate of food, like fills you up. Or is it yeah. like one of those like It's It's Italian, just fancy. It's an Italian plate where there's four leaves on, and some whipped cream, and they're like, there we go. It's art. I think I think it's going to be that. Oh, I hate I that. went to the old place, and I hate it. I hate when I got like a little five-ounce steak and it cost me 50 bucks i was like what 50 and with with a, with a side of mashed potatoes and the special gravy and a special broccoli and peas i was like no oh, this is it's hella wack. nice looking it tastes good it just when i went to uh, japan and i went to a five-star hotel they had Oof. a buffet and it was like 50 dollars to get into that buffet and i yeah. was like you know what you only live once let me try this out this is what rich people eat yep went into this buffet terrible terrible rich terrible food it'd be seven dollars for a, a bottle like a cheap little bottle of coke and it was like because it would charge you for the actual drinks it was just the food that was uh that the, was for like, a buffet yeah. yeah and the food was not But you would good. get a bottle of coke yeah. in the bottle yeah. for seven dollars seven dollars but you wouldn't they wouldn't give you the bottle. They would give you the bottle. They would open it, and then they poured it in a glass in front of you. And I was like, "Why didn't you just bring me out the fucking glass? <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Like, it's just this weird show." But uh, those five star hotels are pretty ridiculous. Like, I never liked the vibe of them. But yeah, that's that. That that rich weird food. Uh, let me just pour the coke in for you, sir. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> So thank you. That'll be seven dollars, and it's like that's like a dollar fifty in my country. And if you don't tip them, they look at you sideways. No, like, you don't tip in Japan. Oh yeah, all the, yeah, okay, that's, yeah, right, culture, that's yeah. rude over there. It's that rude, culture. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a whole America. different mentality. Now, for me, a couple episodes that really stood out: Witch Hunter Robin was. Uh, it was episode six. It was called Raindrops, and that was the story with the dolls, where they had to kind of figure out like what what was a killer. Oh, okay. uh, cause these doll, uh, this witch, um, had these dolls that had different personalities. And when someone wronged, you know, the owner, the doll would end up killing that person. Mm. And so that's where Robin was stranded on the side of the road, got a f- free ride from this girl and oh, then okay. find out that that same girl dies the next day. And it kind of scars her. And she's like, I got to figure this out. And she was really nice. What episode was that? That was episode six. 
And so it was, uh, I thought it was a really interesting episode, just uh, how they pieced together the mystery. I liked, you know, the aspect of the doll having the different like consciousness and like becoming a killer because I had some really, uh, really Twilight Zone vibes. I mean, I'm a Twilight Zone fan. I love that type of shit. So I have it was just creepy enough for it to uh, for me uh, for the plot to really stand out. Okay. Um, episode twelve I thought really stood out. I mean, if I watch this like for every single day, and I was kind of into it, and then you seen episode twelve, I can see why they waited till then to add to the plot. Because for me, it's like that's how it, like they're trying. Their version is they're trying to re-engage the audience at this point yeah, yeah. and be like, all right, now you pay attention and tell the rest of it. Maybe yeah. they were also just desperate for a second season. Yeah. I, again, I genuinely don't know. I think, they, I, think I, I go with what you said earlier where they had this planned because I think even though I felt it drawn, when that when those when episode 11 and 12 hit, it, I really felt a charge coming, especially the hint of like uh, targeting Robin and saying that, why would you hunt your own kind? Why would he do this? Yeah, it gave yeah, her that, yeah. kind of that identity crisis. And I mean, that's why those episodes through the whole thing, to me, it also stood out. I yeah. mean, I, you picked it perfect when she talked to uh, she went to the walled city so she can uh, talk to this about the Salem trials. Yeah. From that point on, I was like, OK, this is where the tone of the whole anime changes. Like you felt the tone. It's like it goes from blurry vision to now like oh now i get it okay now it's interesting and then yeah. it's like it's kind of messed up to say that hey you have to go 11 episodes for the anime to really get interesting i mean because some of the standard episodes beforehand i mean there was a couple that stood out like the doll one but there was also a couple that were they're not they weren't they didn't stand out to me yeah but again if you just watch it at 11 o'clock and it's you're waiting for flcl you know the half hour next to it like i can see watching this while you're trying to waiting to watch something else for sure again for the time period it makes sense it just there's a couple of episodes that really didn't they didn't sit well with me it didn't make me interested one i didn't mention that surprised me was the one with the the uncle um having the the, the adopted stepson yeah the uncle was the witch and it turns out the son the little boy is yeah, actually he tried a to ki- maniac yeah, and crazy. He, he tried to, tried kill, to kill the him. kid. Yeah. Crushed the I would have blasted the hell out of that kid with my craft bullets. I wouldn't kill the kid. I would blast him. That I'm kid glad you had it with your craft bullets. Well, yeah. they did. They shot the shit they out of that him. kid. They had to. That kid was crazy as hell. Yeah, that kid he tried. To, he tried to trick them in doing the whole <gasps> the little kid thing. He crushed the uncle right actually, in front of them. Actually, they didn't even... Sh- they, but yeah, they let him do that and didn't chew him. And then they're like, he's like, oh, I'm sad. And then they, then he realized where he was going. I think he thought he was hustling people. Yeah, he thought it was hustling. He's like, what? I'm, he's I'm like, about to go to the, what? The factory. Factory. Yeah. We're going to take care of your parrot, boy. <laughs> I thought that that was that was a pretty good twist yeah. overall because I didn't see that one coming. I didn't it made either. me go, damn, that's rough. I thought he was seeing the kid until they went to the that part where they got to save the car thing. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So overall, I mean, we have a int- I don't even want to say an interesting cast. We have a cast, you know, that has a couple. Did you watch more after the thirteen, or you stopped? You, did you just do your normal? I did like stuff? that by that time. Or you, oh, because initial D. Yeah, initial so, D. So once I, like, you do that, you just and you I, went, got I had to go straight on to uh, pull like pulled yeah. into that one. Yeah. So, so yeah. when we kind of think about what Chunder Robin, you think of it for its time period, what they did with its episodes, the cast. Uh, the score, the intro, and the outro. What are your final thoughts of the anime itself? 
Um, I'm going to go with my anime list. I think that 7 out of 10 is a perfect score. It really shows the balance between people who really engage with the story and plot and are with it and those who are like, oh, I'll fall off it like I did. Um, I think I think the cast, I like the voice actors and the premise a little bit. I feel like Ghost in the Shell's premise better. That's why I think I had even a harder time because I was more interested in uh, the same dynamic of Ghost in the Shell having a team and a team and the main character being a, str- a strong female lead. But I didn't feel like Robin, at the point that I watched, was a strong female lead. I think she was just like learning everything and kind of being uh, the our narrative device to figure out what's going on with mm. the factory and having questions, even though she she has a history doing this stuff already with mm. the, the church. So that was just rough. Um I'm not interested in going back. I think it can get good, but I just don't think it's for me. Mm. And uh, but I won't say it's the worst anime ever. I think it's just uh, it's one of those genres where it's like you want a mature genre about hunting witches with this style of case by case, and then the plot gets big. I think I think it works. And I think that's why it's a whole 26 episode order. It was exactly how the director and writer wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And I could definitely, I mean, overall agree with it. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad as well. It has some redeeming moments episode-wise, plot-wise. You can see really where it comes up. If you're a fan of witchcraft as a whole and kind of that dark gothic uh, theme, I think you genuinely might like it. Mm. That's not something that's interested or interests you in terms of kind of a slow burn then you, you might want to steer clear when it comes to it. I myself, do I think it holds up? I th- I feel like it's not as good as what I personally remember because I re- remember the characters being a little bit cooler, oh, okay, a little yeah, bit yeah. more diverse. Mm-hmm. But I maybe my ear is just better. I still The score still stands out, and I still think it sounds really like the music within the episodes, not the intro and outro, were to me really, really good. Yeah, I like the dark colors and the dark theme of it. So I would say, you know, definitely give it three episodes. Worst case scenario, you know what you're getting after three episodes. Yeah. It doesn't really change much from there. So if you're interested after that, keep going in. If not, well, at least you gave it a chance. Yeah. And you can find uh witch hunter Robin on Funimation, which we watched on and you know, it was good. They have all, all episodes uncut. So that's good. So, so what what's the outro you playing for us? The outro that I'm going to play today is going to be one of my favorite songs from an anime that we talked about today. Coolie coolie. I think I can. Goofy next. <laughs> <laughs>